Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program provided by Living Stream Ministry and featuring the ministry of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. Witness Lee, a servant of the Lord for over seven decades on five continents, culminated his ministry with a 21-year, book-by-book exposition of the entire Bible, which he called a life study. And we're delighted to bring you short portions of this spoken ministry on today's broadcast. Now, let's join today's life study. Heart disease is the number one killer in the United States today. And there's many radio programs talking about how to improve our physical health through diet and exercise. But what about our psychological heart? What about our spiritual health? Well, you have tuned in to a unique radio program today talking about the spiritual health. And if you'll stay with us, we think you'll agree that this is the most valuable way to spend your next 26 minutes. The basis for our program today is 1 Thessalonians 3.13, which says, So that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of the Lord Jesus with all his saints. This is Matt Miller filling in for Chris Wilde, and Dick Taylor is with us for today's program. Dick, it's good to have you here with me. Thank you, Brother Matt, and it is so good to uh, see how we can have a healthy heart. We do have the physical heart, yes, and uh, a lot of problems in America with heart disease, but we have the psychological heart, and it's related to our spiritual condition. So we can get a lot of help from this program today to match our God, who's the living one, by us keeping ourselves healthy spiritually, taking good care of our psychological heart. Good word, Dick. I really hope uh, we could all take this to heart, not just those listening, but even I feel for myself, this is a good word as well. Me too. Let's go to Witness Lee now for today's life study message, and he's going to talk about some autopsies that were done on soldiers who died during the Vietnam War. Now, they didn't die from heart disease. They died as soldiers in battle. And the autopsies showed that the American youth, some they were 21 years old, but 50% of their arteries were blocked at such an early age. And this is a good picture of what can possibly happen to our inner heart. Mm-hmm. So let's join Witness Lee now, and then we'll come back to fellowship further about it. In this book, a book on the holy life, we are told, particularly in different parts of our being, our heart needs to be sanctified. Our body need to be preserved in sanctification. And eventually, even our spirit, the most hidden part, the most concealed part in our being, in that part need to be sanctified. Now, we all realize that each one of us has two hearts. Not only our physical heart, has arteries, mainly three. Our psychological heart also has three arteries. Mind, will, emotion. And I got a book that tells us in the Vietnam War, so many American young lives got killed. The medical doctors studied their body and they found out their arteries were all 50% blockade. 
and their age is just under 21. Young Americans, just under 21. Half of their passage of the blood blockade. That means after another 10 years, the entire thing blockade. Then you die. There's a heart attack. Are you healthy? Everybody knows to be healthy is to have a strong heart with good arteries. This is to be healthy. Now, are you healthy? Psychologically speaking, spiritually speaking, are you healthy? I must let you know all spiritual diseases are of the psychological heart. Your heart, not the physical one, but the psychological one is wrong in something. It may be wrong in your mind, in your thinking. It may be wrong in your emotion, in your loving, in your hating, in your dislikes or likes. And your psychological heart may be wrong in your will, in your intention, in your decision. The heart is the acting agent. And the heart is composed of three arteries. Mind, will, and emotion. Dick Witness Lee made the statement that all spiritual disease comes from the psychological heart being wrong in something. Now, this may be a new thought for many of our listeners, and I wonder if you could develop it a little bit. I'll try, Matt. This matter of clogged arteries is a big thing. And many times people just look at people from the physical realm. And even Christians, we may look at each other outwardly, but the Lord's looking on our heart. So the arteries that we really have to take care of are the psychological arteries of our spiritual being, and that is our mind, our emotion, and will. Our mind, emotion, and will are the main parts of our heart and related to our spiritual condition. So you may love the Lord and the Lord's in your spirit, but your mind is occupied with making $10 million, and the Lord is second. So your mind is totally in a wrong situation, wrong condition, that means there's a blockage in that artery. And then, of course, our emotion. Our emotion is where we love the Lord. And Mark twelve thirty is very strong. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and even with all your physical strength. So although love is mainly related to the emotion, love involves our entire being. But our emotion may be wrong, and our emotional artery may be clogged because we're just loving this world. We just love the flesh, but our love for the Lord is very weak. So how can we be living? Our relationship with the Lord is wrong, and so there's a blockage in that artery. And then I really like the matter of our will. The Lord, he himself, has a will, and that will is for him to saturate and permeate and soak humanity, those who are his believers, and fill us with himself. But our will may not be to be filled with Christ. Our will may be choosing other things. We want this. We want that. 
in our mind, emotion, and will, we could still be totally occupied with ourself and with the world and with things other than Christ. So that means we have blocked psychological arteries, and our spiritual condition is not good. So we need the clearance of these arteries so that we can match our living God. We can be just as living as he is, and life can flow. We want our arteries to be full of the flowing of this living Christ, who today is the life-giving spirit. So this is a very, very practical illustration. Yes, soldiers during the war, after an autopsy, they found their arteries are quite blocked. This is serious. How about we as Christians? Like Brother Lee said, how's our spiritual condition? How's your spiritual health? As you're listening, how's your health? Is your mind really focused on Christ, your emotion on him, your will, choosing him, or are we totally on other matters and other persons? Lord, save us. Lord, have mercy on us that we could just allow you to have the full way to flow in all of our arteries, and then our condition could be very healthy. Very good uh, practical picture to see the human body with its arteries and the flowing of the blood mm-hmm. as a picture of our spiritual health and how we need to stay healthy in the body of Christ by allowing our inner being to be clear to allow the Lord to flow through us in an unhindered way. That's right. We don't want to just be Christians in name. We want to be healthy. Healthy and living. Amen. So let's go on. Witness Lee is going to talk about someone who's living would outwardly present their body, and inwardly their mind would be renewed. Let's go back to Witness Lee. Romans 12, 1, tells us to present our body. Then verse 2 tells us to have our mind renewed. Just these two verses. Talk about our outer being, that is the body. And our inward being, that is our mind. Our body needs to be presented to God. A sacrifice. And our mind, inside, needs to be renewed. And to be renewed is just to be saturated with God. This is sanctification. Then Ephesians 3.17. And here... You could see the heart and the emotion. Verse 17 in this chapter, Ephesians 3, says that Christ may make his home in your heart. Then it follows to say, having rooted and grounded, rooted to grow, and grounded to be built up, having rooted and grounded in what? In love. This is emotion. Christ makes his home in my heart when my emotion is filled with the love of Christ. Surely that is sanctified. This is another part of my heart, sanctified. And this part is the emotional part. The part of emotion is filled with the love of Christ. This is to be saturated with Christ. No doubt, this is the sanctification of my emotion. 
Then Mark 12, 30 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your what? Mind. You have the heart there. You have the mind here. And in between, you have the soul. Not only so. Mark 1230 as one more item and with all your strength. This is the body. This means we have to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, and with all the physical strength. That means with our entire being. This indicates that whether your inner being or your outer being, your entire being should be occupied and saturated with the Lord our God. This is to be sanctified. This is to be made holy. To be saturated with the Lord is to be sanctified and to be made holy. Dick, when I think of someone saturated, I hope I don't put you on the spot too much by telling you this, but I think of you as one who's saturated with the Lord. And I'd really like to hear your secret for our listeners of one who really loves the Lord. Well, I thank you for the compliment, Matt, (laughs) Uh, but I realize myself how much more I need to be saturated, and this is a precious term. And I was thinking of a hymn when Brother Lee was speaking this. uh, There's a hymn in our hymn book that says, Thy spirit will me saturate, every part will God permeate. I love that word, saturate. Then there's another chorus on a hymn that says, Lord, transform me to thy image, in emotion, mind, and will saturate me with thy spirit all my being, holy fill. So this brings us to the fact that, yes, we have Christ in our spirit. And all of us who are believers, all who are listening to this program, if you're a believer, you have Christ in your spirit. But we want to be those who are healthy, those who are living, and those who have Christ saturating our entire being. And this is to be sanctified. So I would say the main thing is I'm here not as a professional by any means, but I'm here as a learner. Learning to do what? Learning to exercise our spirit and learning to open and turn our heart, which is our acting agent of our being. This message brings us to a tremendous secret of being saturated with Christ. What's that secret? We not only need the exercise of our spirit, But we need the opening of our heart. We need the turning of our heart. And then the exercise of our spirit, such as calling on the Lord's name. Oh, Lord Jesus, Lord, I love you. And surely we need to call on his name. We need to express our love to the Lord. But if it's only our spirit, yet our heart is not turning to the Lord, there won't be much saturation. So I really feel grateful to the Lord about 2 Corinthians three, sixteen. Whenever the heart will turn to the Lord, the veil's taken away. Then the Lord, who is the wonderful freeing Lord, who is the Spirit within us, is able as we behold him and reflect him 
with an unveiled face, he's able to transform us from one degree of glory to another. What's transform mean? It means to saturate. It means to soak. And it means to make home in us. Like Brother Lee referred to that verse, Christ is in our spirit, but that Christ may make his home in your hearts. And uh, and you would be rooted and grounded in love. Well, in this way, by our opening our being, by our calling on the Lord with a heart that's turned to him, with a heart that's loving him, with a mind that wants to have his mind and open to his mind to fill it, then uh, we really are those who experience him, enjoy him, and are saturated with him. And then in our daily life, this Christ will ooze out of us because we're just full of him. Wherever we go, we go to the store, we go to the gas station, wherever we are, Christ just overflows. Why? Because we're saturated by not only the exercise of our spirit, but the turning and the opening of our heart so that psychologically, even our arteries are clear and full of this wonderful Christ, and then we're healthy in a spiritual way. Praise the Lord for this precious word to put together the exercise of our spirit and the turning and opening of our heart so that we could be saturated with dear Lord Jesus. We can only be saturated with him if we seize every opportunity. For example, I was thinking many people right now are in their cars, maybe in a traffic jam. Oh, yeah. And that's a perfect opportunity to turn your heart to the Lord. Be saturated with the Lord so that when you meet someone as you get out of the car, you're not angry and bitter that you were stuck in traffic, but you come out a mystery. You've been enjoying Christ, Amen. loving the Lord, so you ooze out That's or right. you overflow to them your enjoyment of the Lord and, and become a blessing to them. Well, Dick, let's go on to our final portion with Witness Lee today. It's a very important one, so we better get to that right now. Paul, when he was writing chapter 3, he's writing intention. What's going on? From the inner being to the outer being. From our inward heart to our outward body. Now we come to chapter 4. And you have to know fornication is the leading sin. The most defiling sin. Nothing so defiling as fornication. To steal people, that's dirty. But stealing is not so defiling as fornication. It's terrible. It destroys God's purpose. It destroys human bodies. It destroys the families. It destroys the relatives. It destroys the entire society. Nothing destroys humanity so much so seriously as fornication. So Paul, after talking the sanctification of the inward heart, he could not forget to talk about the outward being. In my human life, in my Christian life, in my ministry life, I have seen a lot. Not only the unbelievers, I have seen many so-called believers. And I have seen some preachers that all got damaged by this type of sin, fornication. 
So Paul here warns us, charges us, don't forget, to be sanctified. Sanctification is God's will. God's will is to keep you in sanctification all the time to be sanctified. Don't touch and cleansing. Have your body be preserved, clean. This was the writing spirit of the Apostle Paul when he was writing these two chapters. Firstly, he touched the inward being represented by the heart. And finally, he touched the outward being represented by our body. We must have a heart established blameless. And we must have a body <coughs> preserved clean. A heart blameless in holiness. And the body clean in sanctification and in honor. Eventually, we are having a practical holy life for the church life. Dick, this was a very strong word, and I think it's also a very necessary one. I wonder if you could comment about how fornication could destroy families, destroy God's purpose, destroy the human body, destroy relatives, destroy society. It sounds like it's a all-destroying kind of thing. That's right. So before God, we need sanctified inwardly, and before man, we need honor. We need to be honorable, and nothing dishonors us more, even before other human beings, than the matter of fornication. And what's the reason? The reason is because I like this. We were created by God with honor, for man was made in God's image. Therefore, we're created to express God and to represent him. And I appreciate that we have been assigned the most honorable position in the universe. That is to be full of Christ, saturated with Christ, that we might express him and that we might represent him. Well, our body along with the other parts, but our body is also part of our vessel. So to put this body into fornication brings serious damage to this vessel. Like, what's the first thing that must be presented in Romans 12? It's the body. Then the next thing it says, don't be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And lastly, in verse 11 of chapter 12 of Romans, it says, be burning in spirit. So that means the body does affect our other parts. So we need our entire spirit, soul, and body to be preserved blameless. That's like First uh, Thessalonians 5.23. The God of peace may sanctify your whole spirit, soul, and body that you may be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The body is really critical. So what we do with it, if we put it into the act of fornication, we put it into a state of fornication, it brings ruin to our entire vessel. So may we take this word in uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, uh, 3, which says what? For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from fornication. 
Well, we've run out of time, but I've sure enjoyed having you with us today, Dick. I hope you'll come back again. Look forward to being back and to enjoy this Christ. May we just let him saturate us. Lord Jesus, saturate us. Amen. Well, I hope there's some saturation that happened today for the listeners who were with us in this program. It's been a 30-minute saturating time. Amen. Well, if you'd like to get more saturation, we invite you to get the copies of the printed messages There's a lot more information here than we can get into in a 30-minute radio program. So you can call us at 888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. On behalf of Dick Taylor, this is Matt Miller. Thank you for joining us today. Throughout the centuries, the Lord has recovered many truths concerning His purpose and plan for humanity. The recovery version of the New Testament by Living Stream Ministry presents these crucial truths in a format that is easy to understand and study. This faithful translation of the original Greek text includes outlines of each book of the New Testament, over 9,000 footnotes, more than 13,000 cross-references, charts of important truths, and color maps. The New Testament recovery version from Living Stream Ministry is available at Christian bookstores everywhere. Or you can order by calling 1-888-543-3788.